Super Talk Mississippi media production. What is Moondog? Moondog Makers and Bakers is not just a catering company. It's blended tradition with innovation and something familiar just done differently. To get a taste of what they're truly all about, you can order some awesome merch, crafted spice blends, or request catering for your very own event. MoondogMakersandBakers.com. All right, here we go. Welcome in, Mike, in the morning. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me in what is uh, going to be an interesting conversation. Uh, talking about governor's orders and stuff like that is something that I hopefully never have to do again. That's the goal anyway. I don't want to talk about the governor and orders and mandates and anything like that ever again. That would be great if uh, this is the last time I really have to talk about anything involving government or governors or orders or statewide anything. I don't know. I mean, I am so glad that it's possible. Knock on wood, everybody. It is possible that I don't have to talk about stuff like this anymore because I got into sports to get into sports and not get into governor's orders and reading, you know, legislative pieces and stuff like that. It's been a weird year. So we are we are nine days away from the uh, the one-year anniversary of the sports world basically shutting down after Rudy Gobert uh, tested positive and shut down NBA, which you know led the ripple effect to basically shut down everything else. We are nine days away from the one-year anniversary, and since that time, I, ha- I have had to do so much talking about um, legislative processes with the flag thing this summer and mandates and orders and government and all that stuff. It has been what what an interesting year uh, we've had, especially in sports media. So I am glad that this is possibly, again, knock on wood, the last time I have to talk to you about anything involving government. That'd be great. So hopefully this is the last time that I'm going to do it, but today I'm still going to do it. So the announcement came yesterday. Tate Reeves, the governor of Mississippi, lifted basically every COVID restriction that applies really to your daily life. There's some stuff with schools and then indoor sporting events uh, are limited to limited to about 50% capacity. But otherwise, the, the order has basically been lifted across the board. And that has direct implications on sports, which is why I and talking about that with you this morning. But first, I want to remind you a couple of things. Number one, subscribe to the podcast, Mike in the Morning, Michael Borky. Wherever you get your podcast, you can find it there. So hit that subscribe button, leave a rating and a review. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm on YouTube now. Just search my name, hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. This gets uploaded there every day as well. And if you're listening in podcast form, this is live streamed again on YouTube, but also the Sports Talk Mississippi social channels. You can find this there. So thank you for tuning in. Always glad that you are with me. And let's uh, let's begin. So yesterday, it happened, oh, I think, what was it, 2.30 yesterday is when the, uh, the press conference happened and Tate Reeves lifted all county mask mandates and business restrictions and stuff like that. And here was uh, one quote about his justification. And this is, Um, So this made national news, and this is kind of a fact that's been overlooked by some people. But here's a quote. 
Our hospitalizations have plummeted and our case numbers have fallen dramatically as well. In fact, our case numbers have fallen to the point where no county in Mississippi meets the original criteria for a mask mandate. So the original criteria that was set forth, um, no county actually meets that standard. So um, if you apply the standard to force that mandate, then once that standard no longer exists, you have to take it away. That's just simple logic. Uh, There are a couple of things that are remaining for whatever it's worth to you. The only restrictions that will remain in the shutdown order are a capacity limit of 50%, 50, 50%, 50% on indoor arenas and those that govern K-12 through schools. K-12 will also require students and educators to wear masks, wear social distancing, is not possible seating for K-12 extracurricular activities at outdoor venues is now set at 50% capacity with 25% inside. That's it. Otherwise, everything's clear, wide open, uh, full go. And there's one thing that I want to uh, point out to some people. I, I think it was Oxford Police actually uh, posted on Twitter yesterday that um, as a reminder to people, Local businesses can still have mask mandates if they want. So just, I guess what I'm saying is, and what they said, um, if you go to a place that still requires a mask, they're well within their rights to do so. So just because the governor took the mandate away does not mean a business cannot themselves decide whether or not they want to enforce one of these mandates. So it would be good to just keep one on you. You know, just in case you want to go inside of a store or go eat at a restaurant, you've got a reservation, um, something like that, then just have one around in your glove box on you somewhere, because there are some businesses that that might still participate in that. So just keep that in mind. They're well within their rights to do so. You're obviously going to see fewer of them doing so, but there still might be some that decide. So that was worth remembering. That's worth noting that you should still keep a mask handy because places will decide that they want to keep asking their patrons to to do so. That's just something to keep in mind. But uh, my reaction, so I'm going to give you uh, the statement uh, from Ole Miss here in a second, Mississippi State doing something very similar uh, regarding sports. I mean, that's the genesis of this conversation. But my general reaction when I saw this is I'm glad the um, the ambiguity is gone. I've used uh, the small platforms that I have uh, to express frustration with the inconsistency of some of these mandates. Um, You know, don't go to funerals. You're not allowed to go to funerals, but we can have a Christmas party. That kind of stuff really has frustrated me. The inconsistency, the um, that's always frustrated me. The 75% capacity for club seating, but 25% capacity for outdoor seating, that kind of stuff. You know, country concert downtown can pack it out, but Ole Miss could, in Mississippi State, could only have a couple hundred people watch a basketball game. All of that ambiguity, the inconsistencies really frustrated me, the rules for you but not for me type stuff. I I always really thought that was a problem. Just be consistent. I don't know how hard that is to ask, but I'm glad that that's over. Now there is consistency across the board. The ambiguity is gone uh, the vaccine numbers that they reported yesterday were were very good. Mississippi is doing a very good job right now of vaccine implementation. Uh, there are thousands of appointments available right now if you want to get one. I went on the website yesterday. I don't want to jump in line, but there's thousands of appointments available right now. So if you want to get one, you can get one right now. 
without issue. I mean, you you go up, you get it. Uh, apparently, the process is extremely uh, streamlined and very good and and quick. And I've heard nothing but high praise about the vaccine process in Mississippi. So uh, the numbers were good. They said uh, after close of business today, we'll be north of 700,000 doses given. Uh, so that's a great thing. And uh, honestly, it's not going to change much about my life. I don't know about your uh, your area, but I mean, if I've wanted to go to dinner, we've been able to. If I've wanted to go to the store, we've been able to go to the store. Yeah, they make you wear a mask, but I don't know how much this is going to change my daily life, which is why sports is so much at the forefront of this conversation. So let's turn the page to what matters most and why you're here. Um Sports is at the forefront of this conversation. What does this mean for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and Southern Miss? I don't know about the minor league baseball teams yet because that's really all we got sports-wise is college, of course, high schools, but they haven't really been restricted at all, um, the spring sports anyway. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do about minor league baseball. I assume they're going to try to fill the places up as best they can. They rarely get to 100% capacity, if ever, anyway. Uh, at least the team here in Jackson uh, never really does. Um, so maybe they don't even have to worry about it. But what does this mean for sports? My first reaction personally, um, as much as as I love baseball here, uh, we have unique baseball atmospheres in this state. I mean, really unmatched as far as like what the atmosphere at the game is. I mean, I know Arkansas has got a great, beautiful stadium, and Texas A&M does that weird ball five, ball five thing, and their stadium's nice, and a lot of people go to games in Baton Rouge, but the atmospheres and the style of atmosphere in Mississippi and baseball is unmatched. I I love it. I really do. Spring sports are important. Baseball is really important to the great people of Mississippi, but my first thought, my first reaction was, what about the fall? And... uh, I mean, that's seemingly what the reaction is for most uh, of the people involved with all of this, um, is what does this mean for the fall? Are we are we doing this too soon? Is it something that can disrupt what is far more important, which is getting people back in the stadiums in the fall? Because as much as we love baseball, it, it doesn't hurt. We have great crowds here. Football is what matters. And getting us back to 100% this fall is far more important than getting us to 100% right now. Here's the full statement from Keith Carter at Ole Miss for what it's worth. Again, Mississippi State is in a very similar position uh, as this. Uh, It seems like both of them are taking a very similar approach to this situation. So here it is. It's kind of wordy, but here it is. Quote, We are grateful that the governor has seen enough progress in addressing COVID-19 in our state to issue the new executive order. It is only through the dedication and hard work of our first responders, medical community, uh, blah, 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 make all this possible. Here's the important thing. This past year has provided our department a tremendous learning experience for hosting events in a safe manner. And those best practices will help guide our actions as we ramp up our operation to host increased crowds. You heard that line, right? As we ramp up our operation to host increased crowds. Our staff is working with the SEC and other entities to establish an attendance plan that optimizes capacity while navigating safety concerns. There will be correspondence in the hours and days ahead about tickets and fan policies for the games later this week and moving forward. We ask for your patience as we process this new executive order and adapt our game day procedures as quickly as possible. 
So that was Keith Carter at Ole Miss. Again, Mississippi State dealing with a very similar situation right now. Um, a couple of, of key components in there is, number one, I mean, reading between the lines, and you don't really have to read between the lines, uh, they're not going to 100% just yet. Uh, there are a lot of hurdles they have to jump through. I know a lot of you want uh, them to just go wide open and just open it right up and just go to 100% and sell every ticket, and boom, we're off to the races. Um, whether you agree with this or not, the reality hurts to jump through. Uh, or jump over, hoops to jump through, hurdles to jump over uh, before they can get to a point where they're going back to 100%. There is a sentiment uh, from people that that we've spoken to the last, um, you know, 10 hours or so or whatever, however long it's been since that order. I'm not a math guy. Uh, there, there are people that we've talked to that express the same question that I did a second ago. What about the fall? And so because they're thinking more about September than they are March, they're not going to rush to go to 100%. And by they, I mean the people at the schools and the league office. The league office does have a hand in this to some degree. Now, they're not saying, no, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, you cannot expand your capacity, but they are working in conjunction with each other. And the SEC office is probably a little reluctant. In fact, it's not probably. There is some reluctance there. To what degree, I don't know. I'm not in those meetings, but there's some reluctance from the league office to allow them to just Friday night, two days from now, 100%, y'all go right ahead. There's some reluctance there. They don't want that to happen. In fact, uh, a ramp-up is probably far more likely and – I mean, they admitted it themselves. We'll have both athletic directors on the radio show this afternoon. Um, they'll both be – so one will be on at 4.30 and the other will be on at 5. So they'll be basically back-to-back, uh, which is good. So you can listen to both and the different perspectives and everything like that. So tune in for that. Um, but you're going to hear the same thing. It's not going to be just jump to 100%. That's not going to happen. It's not – honestly, it's not realistic because there's so much that goes into – putting on games besides just tossing out tickets because who do those go to? You have to, you have to handle parking and you have to, they're still going to do sanitization and stuff like that. COVID's not gone just because the governor is allowing you to return to some kind of sense of normalcy. Um, It's still something that they're going to, they're going to have their own protocols. They're going to have sanitizing stations. They're going to clean the seats. They're going to probably have flows in the stadiums to try to keep traffic away from each other, stuff like that. And then, of course, they're corresponding with the league office, who is reluctant to let you go to 100%. So the most the most logical thing here, and I'll pull up the schedules for both Ole Miss and Mississippi State. I should have had these available at the ready. Forgive me for not having it pulled up right away. But the more realistic situation here, is you're going to have uh, an increase that will not reach 100%. Mississippi State has already kind of uh, laid out their plan. It's not yet at 50%. It's definitely a, uh, a capacity increase, but it's not it's not 100 yet. It's not going to be 100 yet. Uh, and a very similar thing is going to happen at Ole Miss. If I had to guess, so here, I'll look at Mississippi State's schedule first. Um so they've got Tennessee Tech this weekend. I don't think that'll be at 100% at all. Then you'll have Eastern Michigan the next weekend. Same thing. 
I think by LSU on March 19th. This is just a guess based on reading between the lines and, and talking with some people. I think the earliest you'll get to full capacity, unless I'm way off, and I've been off before, but it feels like the the earliest you'll get to that is probably the series that takes place on the 19th, where, well, that's in Baton Rouge, never mind. So Mississippi State will be the next weekend, March 26th, hosting Arkansas. That is my guess. For Ole Miss, they've got Belmont this weekend, Louisiana, Monroe, possibly March 19th against Auburn. I think you're going to see a ramp up. I think you're going to see somewhere around 50% this weekend, give or take, a definite increase in number of people they allow, but it won't be 100. And there's going to be kind of an unwinding process for them to get from where they are right now, which is 25, to filling the place up. It's not going to happen right away. They have to work with the league office, like I said, and there's some reluctance there. They have to work out the logistics. You know, you can't just snap your fingers and sell all these tickets. There's a lot more to it than that. Um, and to tell you the truth, I think that's okay. Um, baseball's not the most important thing here. We love it. We'd love to fill our stadiums. Trust me. I'd love to see it. I would. Um, but it's more important that they get this right now. It's more important they get this right now. So when... September comes, it can go off without a hitch. So they're going to be careful. They're going to be more pragmatic here because they want the fall to go right. And of course, I mean, you know, the president said yesterday that um, every adult that wants a vaccine will be able to get one. What was it by the end of May? Soon. I mean, in Mississippi, you can already get one if you want one. Like I said, there are thousands of appointments available. So As the vaccine number keeps going up, uh, I saw yesterday where um, there's going to be restrictions lifted nationally or at least recommendations lifted about if you have the vaccine, you can gather with other people that have had it and safely and and all that stuff. So things are looking better. This has all been really, really good news. But if you're one of those people that wants them to just open it up right away, I hear you. I understand why you want that. I really do. Um, it's not going to happen. Mostly because their focus, while they know baseball is important, their focus is on September. What can we do now to help make sure that things go right this September for football, the thing that actually makes money, that's actually worth doing all of this for? That's where their mind is, and that's where it should be. That's what makes all the money. Um. And I guess the next question is, would it have been full for this weekend anyway? See, if COVID didn't exist, wouldn't that be great? But if COVID didn't exist and everything was normal, there's absolutely no shot. Zero percent chance that you would have come anywhere close to half full for the games in Oxford and Starkville this weekend uh, playing Belmont and Tennessee Tech. Now, it was pointed out to me yesterday by uh, by good guy Colin Brister um, that there's such a pent-up demand for uh, just in-person sports at both places on top of having two top five teams that maybe this weekend, if you could open it up to 100, if you could just open up wide open and sell every seat available, you probably would do it. I I wasn't taking it into account when I said on Twitter yesterday that it doesn't matter because you weren't filling it up anyway. 
the pent-up demand. I mean, maybe you probably could have. I, I really underestimated um, how much pent-up demand there is. But these weekends, as far as baseball goes, aren't, aren't important. I don't think you would have filled it up anyway, even with the pent-up demand. I still believe that. Um, there's going to be a ramp-up period. It makes the most sense. Uh, logistically, it's what they have to do. There's a lot of dots or I's to dot and T's to cross. They have to work in conjunction with the league office. It's just kind of a mess. I mean, they were prepared for this. I saw very little criticism, but some criticism yesterday of how were these teams not prepared for this? They were. It's just not as simple as snapping your fingers and opening everything uh, just wide open. It's not that simple. But right now, um, that's really the impact is – you're, you're free to be wide open. It's just not going to happen right away. They're going to work their way to a 100% full stadium. But my focus when I first heard this was about the fall, and, and a lot of people's involved was as well. We love baseball, but football is king. And you would much rather this go right than football go poorly. Or, I mean, you would much rather do it this way and it go right, then open wide up, and then just there be an off chance that it goes poorly and disrupts your preparations for football. So that's where their mind is. Even if you disagree with it, that's where their mind is. Just a lot of moving parts here. A lot of a lot of things they have to do, a lot of conversations they have to have and things they have to work out. And it's just um it's just a mess. They did expand uh, the number of people that can go to the, the Mississippi State Southern Miss baseball game tonight, though. That's that's good. Um, they didn't say exactly how many. I think uh, the number that uh, Joel Coleman put out there, I think it was 1,500 extra seats. So they may have sold those out by now. But if you're a State fan or Southern Miss fan looking to go to the game in Pearl tonight, uh, more seats became available. They sold out their initial number, but this order yesterday expanded that. And so you can go if you want. Um Six o'clock start, so I don't think I'll be able to make it, sadly. I would love to go um, on top of the fact that there's probably not a seat available for me anyway. I'm not a big get a press pass to go to a game that I just want to watch kind of guy. I mean, I guess I could I could apply for a media credential to this game tonight and get one, but I, I want to go to kick back and, you know, have a beer and watch baseball. I'm not, I wouldn't bring a computer and I wouldn't do any actual work. So I've never been a fan of that. I, I have had people tell me all the time, well, why don't you just get a media pass and go hang out in the stadium? Cause I'd feel like a jerk, you know, uh, if I'm going to go to a game just to go to the game, I don't want to have, have a media credential and pretend or lie to somebody like an SID and claim that I'm working. Um, I want to just sit in the stands and be a fan like you guys. Um, that's more fun for me anyway. So uh, I don't think I'll be at that game tonight. But there will be more people at that game tonight for whatever it's worth. You also have Mississippi State basketball tonight. Ole Miss beat Kentucky last night. Um, what a bizarre team that is. I mean, seriously, what a bizarre team. Uh, I'll talk more about that on the Ole Miss Focus podcast that I will record basically after I hang up here. If you want to hear that, it's uh, it's called Rebel Report. I am everywhere. You can't escape me. But um, but for now, those are my thoughts. So Tate Reeves lifts all the restrictions. Uh, it allows your schools to go to 100%, but they're not going to do it 
just yet. They're going to take some time to get this thing right because, more importantly, they want to get the fall right and not have anything that happens with baseball disrupt that. So um, you're free, basically. Um, Keep a mask on you because there are going to be places that will ask you to put one on, and they're well within their right to do it. And um, get a vaccine. There are thousands of appointments available in this state. You can get one. I mean, they're everywhere. Every county, you can go get one right now. We looked at the website yesterday. No matter what county in this state you're in, you can sign up today and get one right now. So get vaccinated. I'm going to get mine the second it's my turn. I'm not jumping the line like uh, one, one person did that I work with. I'm not jumping the line like him. I will wait my turn. Uh, but I'm excited to get one myself uh, whenever that time comes. So good, good news. I mean, we talked yesterday some about, you know, Greg Sankey and the the regular football season that they anticipate coming. The vaccine numbers are through the roof. Now we get this restriction lifted. And so you can start having more bigger crowds at your baseball games again. All signs are are looking really, really good right now. Um, I mean, this move's been criticized. I we had the news on before I went live here and uh, the Today Show had an infectious disease doctor that said that it's happening too soon here. Well, it's going to be a heavily criticized move, but um, it's one that was made. And if if you think it was premature, then you can still mask up and you can still avoid social gatherings and you can still not go to games and you don't have to go to bars and you don't have to go to restaurants if you're not comfortable doing so. You can absolutely do that. The governor lifting restrictions does not mean you have to lift yours if you have them. So I just hope it works because I want fall to be as normal as possible. But for now, really, really good news. Cases plummeting, vaccines going up. Things are getting relatively kind of sort of back to normal. And that's a good thing. It's a really good thing. All right. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Always glad you're with me. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow me on Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast. I am everywhere. No matter where you look, you can find me. So wherever you are, mash that subscribe button. And I would love to hear from you anytime as well. My DMs are open. If you got any criticism or feedback or anything like that, I'm here. Uh, free uh, to answer any question or anything. I don't mind feedback. I don't mind criticism. So send it my way. But in the meantime, y'all have a great rest of your day. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow at 8. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.